boogity, boogity, boogity. Here we are right now. We got Mr. Horton. This is the Horton Hustle. And we're going to be talking right now about the many colors of co-teaching. Co-teaching to me was one turd that you couldn't shine before this year. And I tell you why. I had a miserable experience. And the one experience I had, it was the second year I was teaching. And, you know, it just wasn't all that in a bag of potato chips. So I see the stink eye that my co-teacher is giving me because she's like, James, this ain't all about you, cousin. The co-teaching. I am part of this podcast. I'm at least going to get five minutes of speak time. My co-teacher is Miss Phillips. Miss Phillips, why in the blue moon of Kentucky did you become a teacher? I became a teacher to be in the classroom and to encourage the kids and love on them. Let me be honest with you. Is it weird that you're now doing the third grade and you've got a third grader across the hall? Are you slightly jealous that you're not teaching that third grader right now? Yes, a little bit. Because you told me earlier he's about to go on a field trip and you can't go. I mean, it's our schedules don't line up. And so you have to unfortunately send him on to a, you know, a, a field trip that you cannot participate because you're going to be serving other students on that same field trip. It's just messed up. So uh, co-teaching to you, how would you generally define it? Like, I'm going to be honest with you. It's, it's abstract for a long time. What is co-teaching to you? To me, co-teaching is going into a general education classroom and being there and offering support to not just the SPED students, but to all the students. Man, I wish you could have met me that second year. I was stupid. Like, I I didn't understand. Like, I mean, see, you hit the nail on the head. I was dumb. I went into, uh, I had two teachers, but see, they didn't really make it easy on me. I think they, they, see, you already know that I'm, you know, a different kind of crayon in the box, but like, they just, they just made me feel that way. And so you still accept me anyways. But, you know, my biggest thing was, is that expectations I think it's cool you and I we when we bumped into each other we had learned when when did we get that email from our administration when we co teacher not long before school was starting. Well, that's just how, you know, that's how it happens. And sometimes, you know, they don't really know the, the population and everything. But see, all I could think of in the back of my mind is, man, they done messed up. Because, see, they don't know that me and Phyllis, we already thick in thieves, but we never had the chance to bump into each other. And plus, I had, long, I had a long-standing reputation of just being just someone who didn't like to work with people. Like, I mean, like in the classroom, just because, I don't know, there's just a dynamic. It's just, it just never really worked out. I'm not going to go into specifics. But, uh... What are some apprehensions that you have about co-teaching just generally? So you were given the assignment. You're working with James Horton. And the first thing you started doing was freaking out. So uh, what was your, so your thoughts? Honestly, I was still in a fog. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life at that time. But when you got that email, what was the thoughts going through your head? James Cornelius Dinglebacher Horton was going to be your co-teacher. What was going on? I was thinking, what in the world am I getting into? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. That's probably what you're thinking. Like, yeah, I'm about to be wrecked every day. Like, this, this dude's all over the place. But no, generally, I know that Miss Phyllis, look, she got a love for these kids. And uh, we had a, we had a, I'm gonna uh, drop that incident we had a few years ago where I really learned a lot about your character. And I don't know, it just meant a lot to me. We had a situation where me, I'm just, you know, I'm one of those like fat people. I've got routines and you know that. And so I had, I was getting my Maryland fried chicken. I don't even know what the situation was. Maybe I don't wake up late, but I was late. And this, this poor, 
this poor pitiful woman, and I say poor and pitiful because look, she walked into just a disaster. I don't even know what it was like, but I was the in-room person in the morning time. Supposed to be there at 7.20, gosh, I don't even know what time it was. What time did I come traipsing in there looking like a dope? 7.40, I don't know. Sure. This woman right here, look, she had kids off the rafters. I mean, they're crazy because, you know, the, the look, the their, their, their prize, Mr. Horton, he wasn't there. This woman was standing in there just, look, she, you know, now, if you know anything about Miss Phillips, you'll laugh because she just meek and humble, but she had those kids just chilling. It was a calm, cool, collected situation, and you know, she handled it. And so I just made sure that she understood, hey, I, that meant the world to me because people just don't normally do things kind out of the kindness of their heart like that and it meant a lot to me so okay um what are some of the pitfalls you think of co-teaching like what's some things that maybe you have to give up like i mean what are what makes you uncomfortable about co-teaching um it's different with different teachers you never know what to expect well, and I'm going to be honest with you, every teacher is different. Like, I can't imagine. Um, students, are you worried about being, like, typecast? Like, like certain students will look at you as, like, the, the, the SPED teacher? Like, I mean, what, 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 what do you worry about with that part? Um, well, I don't normally go around saying I'm the exactly. SPED teacher. You just, you're just another teacher. You know, and I told you I wouldn't give you any gotcha questions. I went on a GAPS review many years ago where the co-teacher actually – outed the SPED students in the class. I'm the SPED teacher and these are my SPED students. And I just, I seriously did a 360 and walked out. I was just like, you just humiliated them. They, but honestly, they were just naive. I think it's third grade, they didn't even realize it. But that's one thing I admire about Miss Phyllis is that you generally, like you don't even have to think twice. You know that she loves these kids and they love her because they were asking her, she had a meeting earlier and she couldn't be in the presence of our class and they were all just bugged out. And they were, because they, look, I'm ugly enough. And it, it's kind of like a, it, it makes it better to tolerate me it's like a kind of like a nasty drink that you just have to it, it's a tough pill to swallow me but miss phillips makes it good uh so what's the long haul you you're in special ed you dream of being a sped teacher the rest of your life no i see that look in her face <laughs> you know but so why not like what what are some of the stresses you looked at me earlier i made a i made a really bad joke and we that's one thing we have those nonverbal cues i made a really bad joke and i looked out of the corner of my eye and you weren't smiling but it's one of those where i checked you later and you said man i got look i'm stressed out. i'm not thinking about you right now i'm stressed out so what typically stresses you out as a sped teacher the meetings like is with it the psychologists and Everybody. Let me tell you something, and then I don't think I mentioned this yet, but one thing that um, I, I spent two years as a SPED teacher, and um, I just, I, I don't know, I was, you know, unincorrigible, that's the word. They clearly knew I was not going to do that, and I, you know, I just told them it just wasn't for me. That, But that was my end. Typically, most teachers, that's how they get in, like SPED. Did you know that? Like, I, So I did my two years, and it was almost like, um, like an induction process, like really, because like they... I shared a room and like you, you have never had a classroom to your own. No. Nope. So, uh, have you always been with, uh, Miss Wiley? No, that's just been, this is the second year with her. Okay. So I remember I had to share a room with a, with a teacher before and you, <laughs> it's just, it, look, it, it's so intricate. These relationships, like we're, we have, we're expected to like move mountains with these kids, but if the two teachers don't get along, you can forget about it. And I'm going to tell you that, you know, I think we have a lot of consummate professionals here and even in the uh, doo-doo of a co-teaching year that I had professionally like we clearly didn't like each other the co-teachers I was working with but we, we still made it but oh man they caused me a lot of anxiety um, so w think about this 
you, your co-teacher, like what kinds of things do you carry out in Mr. Horton's classroom? What, what, what do you do? Um, well, she I... keeps me together. First of all, <laughs> go ahead. Um, I do lessons. Like I'm very involved in the room and I get to share strategies and read books. So do you feel like, uh, what are some things that, you know, you feel like you've come alive with? Um, like, I'm going to be honest with you because, look, I'm learning with you. There's some things I've been doing, like the reading strategies and all that. It's new to me, but, like, what kinds of things do you feel good about, like, that we get to do in here? Not hear my voice, first and foremost. We have, look, we've we've kind of, I love that we, uh, we shoot the breeze like in the planning. And here's one thing you gotta know about uh, co-teaching. Co-teaching, you have to have planning. And I don't know if it's purchase time or whatever, but we made a pact at the beginning of the year and we had a tough conversation. I said, girl, I'm gonna need you in my corner. I'm gonna need you. And so the fact of the matter is we we celebrated and we, we focused on that Monday and Mondays would be our day. So typically, and I know that it's been a little bump and rugged lately, what do you and I do besides you getting lambasted and your ears hurting from listening to me? What, what kinds of things do we try to accomplish? We come in here every Monday and we talk about what we're doing the next week and how we're going to best serve our kids. Well, you know, I'm, and I'm going to be honest with you, you know, you can go ahead and laugh in my face, but uh, co-teaching, can it be enjoyable? What kinds of things do you enjoy about co-teaching in general? Like, can it can it work? Because I'm going to be honest with you, before this year, I knew it was going to work between you and I, but I'm going to say nine times out of ten, co-teaching sucks like I mean I mean it's it, because it legally on paper you have to do it but like like what are some things that like you that make you feel good about co-teaching I guess um well in here I feel like I'm a part of the classroom I don't feel like I'm just somebody who's in here taking up space I'm involved well and that's my thing and you know and you do a really good job at giving me nonverbal cues and I, that's a huge thing we, I purchased a lot of literature for us to look at so Ms. Phillips and I we grow together you know and like and I'll pass something along and she does what most everyone does I'll hand her like a thick stack of stuff and she, she'll give me that smile and sure yeah yeah just to satisfy me but no we, we like to you know ping pong back and forth but uh, my thing is I think we're both committed but uh, I have two quotes I gotta drop on you I'm pretty sure I'm going to my 10 minute limit this going to be a two-part episode right and so uh robert john meehan this pretty much wraps up my lady right here and i'm gonna i'm gonna brag her up real quick and i know she hasn't gotten a lot of words in we may we're gonna do more in the future with our podcast because we have a lot to say about co-teaching but let me tell you something robert john meehan this is one of those educational gurus that gets cited a lot the most valuable resource that teachers have is each other without collaboration our growth is limited to our own perspectives miss phillips what do you think about teacher collaboration what are some of your experiences about meeting with other teachers planning with other teachers you you have the mic lady well, unfortunately, not all teachers do that. Well, and, and you know, and it's that thing that I was talking about earlier, that purchase time. I think that it comes from the top down. When you, you know, when you're an administrator and you have to uh, meet the needs of some of these kids, you've got to find some common planning time. Do you have common planning time with any of the teachers you work with? No. But you have to work above and beyond outside of your normal. And you see, she's a mother. She's got she's got a little boy that is just bold and beautiful. And she's here after school. She's one of the last ones here every day. Why? Because, you know, being a SPAT teacher is quite difficult. So here's my other quote for you. A key to growing as a teacher is to keep company mainly with teachers who uplift you. you uh, 
whose presence inspires you and those whose dedication drives you. I'm gonna be honest with you, Miss Phillips, one thing that inspires me about you, you are the last of a dying breed. And I'll tell you, you're gonna laugh when I say this. I think you're the only person left at this school that can put up with me. I, and I'm, 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 I'm serious. But I'm a, I'm a, I'm a rootin' tootin' gunslinger, and I, I think I feel like I'm like one of the last in the wild west. But seriously, this lady, she's kind, compassionate, brave, and you know, and and I can tell that you know, in a very weird sense, she's rooting for me as I'm rooting for her. Uh, so. Tell me real quick, uh, what are some strengths you feel like you knock out of the park when it comes to co-teaching? So when you get that big mantle, that big trophy case of you being teacher of the year for so many years in a row, she loves it because I, I just pull her chain. We rib each other. Well, I, I do more ribbing with her. She just tolerates me. But what are some things that you feel like you nail in this class? And she's not gonna talk about herself. She's, she's a very humble person, but what, what, what do you do well? Um, I mean, I'm talking like really well. I love all the kids really well. I don't know. But you need to talk about your shirts. Holy cow. This lady has some shirts that's going to blow your mind. She had one that was a Wizard of Oz. Tell me about that one. Um, well, I love reading. So I have these shirts from a website called Litographs. And it's a picture. It's an image from a book. And it's made entirely of words from the book. And they're awesome. That's one thing that I love about Miss Phillips is that you can clearly tell that she loves reading, but she shares that love of reading with other kids too. Another thing I think that is important about co-teaching, you fix me if I'm wrong, jump in at any time, but what is your opinion about like, I guess the harmony between like teachers? Cause you have two dynamic personalities, you know, but, but like how, how do you make it work for the kids? You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you and I do in our classroom that makes this work? Because I would, would you venture to say that we've made it work so far? We've been doing this now two and a half months. Would you say it's working? And if it is working, what do we do well together? Synergy, harmony. I feel like it works really well between us because like I said before, you make me feel a part of the classroom. You always say this is both of our rooms and we're both teachers. And well, you know, and, and honestly, don't you, and I know you feel this way too, but I always feel that, you know, I don't know, being typecast, you know, I don't know, I just, I'm not going to go into too much, you know, detail, but I feel like, you know, I, I was kind of set up to fail, you know, I, I mean, but I don't, I'm one of those people that I love proving people wrong, and I know you do too, but like, co-teaching do you agree with me with that statement that like nine times out of ten you like it doesn't look good the the, the cloud the clouds are there like it's co-teaching is hard yep. yep and so like it's all about the relationship too now I want to be honest with you the thing that makes our situation thrive and it's good this woman that I'm sitting across right now she has absolutely fundamentally she is dry of any ego you agree with that statement Yes. Well, and, and well, and I'm just going to be honest with you. We, I think the thing that we, we read a story together earlier this year that made me smile because I thought a lot about us, uh, Officer Buckle and Gloria. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a clown. She, she, you know, she gives me the, the, the ability, and I'm going to talk about your technology and like how you, how you just totally Debo me the other day. That was classic. I mean, but that just shows that compassionate side of her. Here I am. I, I spent some time making a hype video for this school about technology night, and we were going to we we were this and we were that, and we we're going to do all this stuff with technology. And this poor woman, she's in the back of the classroom. She just smiling as big as she can because she knows that I'm looking like the biggest goof troop of all time because. 
look, coming up on Thursday was not technology <laughs> night. By God, it was science night. So, but but what was going on in your head when you were watching me? Was it just funny to you, or were you just it? You just didn't want to mess up the flow. Right. Okay. I, I, I knew you worked really hard on that, and it was awesome. And I was like, no. But I think Renee Phillips, my co-teacher, I think she fell in line with a bunch of people because I've heard that same statement. They saw how hard, how beautiful it was, but it took my administrator. because And I sent a story to Miss Phillips. I don't know if you've ever read this story, but it's called The Emperor's New Clothes, where pretty much this emperor is a, a doofus, and he ends up wearing invisible thread and he is butt naked and he believes that he's wearing this invisible thread that these uh these 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 pretty much peddlers have given him to take his money okay and so the thing is you need to understand that you know it's okay she's okay she's willing to let me fail i don't think we failed too often in here we've had some uh that have been you know i don't think we've had too many disasters would you say no 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 me and this lady though we you know, I, don't, I hate to be cliche. I'm that kind of dude that, you know, I tend to just say the same things over and over again. But you know what? Phillips is all right. And I'll tell you why. She, you can tell she loves her husband. She loves her family. She's a family person. We have actually a lot more in common than pretty much any in this school. We're about the same age. I believe you're a year older than me. Is that correct? Yes. So she has the empirical wisdom. And she has that. I say things. And I... My daughter calls it baiting, but I, all I do, I rib her in the middle of class. Today, for example, I wonder what you thought. We were doing a test together, and, uh, you know, I don't even remember what happened. The kids talk or something. And I said, y'all, and I, I brought it to the kids' tent. I said, Miss Phillips, her right eye is twitching, and you know what? I think I even set you up earlier this year as being like uh, an eight-mile, you know, like you're a, like a rap legend or something. I, but, but, I but I love just pulling parties, and that, that's my thing. Would you not agree? I think that the kids in our situation, they uh, they know that we're tight. Like, I, I you know what I'm saying? It would really stink if we did not get along. You should, but but because the kids, they would know it, like in the climate. But you know, I, I think I think you and I do a good job because we're both warm. Uh, I try to be funny, and you and and one thing I read and I thought about you today, uh, talking about the benefits of co-teaching. This woman provides me a bathroom break. And, and I know that, look, if you're listening to this, you're a teacher in your classroom, you know what I'm talking about. My planning time is at 2 o'clock at the end of the day. Then I get recess right before that. And then we have the lunch. And so this woman, she provides me, and, and I think she just knows. We talked earlier this year, and, and I think for both of us, I mean, she has the ability to slip out whenever I'm flapping my gums. And whenever she's killing it in her lesson, I have learned, Phillips, and I, I think you've learned to appreciate it. You know, I have learned to shut my mouth. And, and if I can't shut my mouth, I'll just walk out for a little bit. If you picked up on that, that's that one of those nonverbal cues. Do you tend to run this ship differently when I walk out? Or is it just like, what's going through your head? I think it's pretty much the same. Well, that, that's how it has to be. And so, you know, I'm thinking to myself that... Um, you know, just bathroom breaks are a definite benefit, but but also knowing deep down, I think you and I realize we are realizing the dream. The dream, the mission is of addition, that we're going to put these kids in a better situation to succeed. And I think that you and I both, I think that we have a, a heart for this. And I think that with data and strategies and all kinds of uh, equipment that we're straddling with these kids, we want them to be successful. I think you and I uh, edify them. We give 
we give them compliments, but also, you know, we try to give them real world examples. I mean, Miss Phillips has talked about her husband being a reader leader and her son. I think we tried to brag him up because you know, he he's on another team and it's just weird. I just feel like we should be teaching him, but he's doing his thing. And you know, I, Miss Phillips is really good about those nonverbal cues uh, about when I need to shut up. I think she, I think you did it one time and I was so proud of you. I, one time I was on a roll, baby. I was just a rocking and a rolling. And I think she, she finally got sick of it. She just jumped right in because she had a many lessons she wanted to do. She jumped right in there and she said, you know, she, you know, did her thing. And, and it was just my cue because apparently I wasn't getting the nonverbal cues that I was intruding upon her time. So anyways, I want to thank you so much. And just like always, Miss Phillips didn't get to say much, but I guarantee she'll be back on the podcast very very soon thank you so much for listening we'll check you next time there you go